Welcome back to the Big Beefy Baseball Boys podcast, episode two. It is February 3rd. I'm Nick Scott. I'm Carlos Rivera. And we got we got a good show in store for you today. We got we got Shredder Talk. That will be the Shredder. We got This Day in Baseball. Again. Run the horn. Finish it off with a sporacle quiz. But Carlos, there was some sad news today. It was there was some very, very upsetting news today. And I'm not happy to tell you guys this, but Dustin Pedroia retired, unfortunately. Yes, Pedroia finally hung up the cleats. Um fuck Manny Machado. Fuck Manny Machado, as always. As always. Um Pedroia's career was cut short. Does he make it to the Hall of Fame? Probably It'll not. It'll be tough. Um but we're gonna we're gonna spend the the first the first intro to the podcast uh, on Dustin Pedroia, his career. We're big fans. We grew up with Dustin Pedroia. He was a rookie when we were ten years old. We've seen his whole career. I mean, the guys he's got some accolades, Carlos. Oh, I believe me. You and me both know. Like you said, we grew up watching this guy. So seeing him retire is just so upsetting. But Watching his career unfold was something else, man. It was fun. It really was. I mean, dude's a three-time champ, rookie of the year in 07, MVP in 08, four-time gold glove winner, four-time all-star. Became only four-time all-star. That's crazy. Only four-time gold glove. That's crazy, too. He's got a silver slugger in there. So I mean, and you look at his size. I know people were like, oh, yeah, holds out two is doing the exact same thing, and he's – just like just a short, if not shorter than him, but he was looked down his entire life. Telling yeah. every single time it, throughout college and everything, people were always tell him that he can't do it. He's too small. He doesn't have the built. He doesn't have like the body type to play baseball in the MLB. And he just he proved everybody wrong. And he he didn't not only play in the majors, but he dominated in the majors. Yeah, you don't just win. Not just everybody wins an MVP. Exactly. I mean, he just. So much confidence. Um, I, he just the intangibles, you know, with Tom Brady, he had the intangibles that the, the scouting reports couldn't pick up, you know. Oh, yeah, 100%, dude. That he just has the mindset of, I'm better than you and I'm gonna prove it. And that's yep. just what drove him. Yeah, the dude, I mean, he just he's had some, he's had some like, uh, like really good quotes, you know. Like I remember back in 07 when they were in the World Series, um, he, when they got to Coors Field in like Game Three, um, he got stopped at the door uh, by a security guard who didn't believe he was a player. And he, his famous quote is, "Ask Jeff fucking Francis who the fuck I am. I'm the guy who hit a bomb and just ended their fucking season." Dude, like that's just it gives I me mean, goosebumps. Oh, because that's after he hit his the leadoff home run in Game One off of him. It's just like, oh, honestly, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about that. You can, like, we can actually listen to the to the call right now. And a shot in the left center field. Pedroia off the top 
I mean, like you really just can't. That that's just amazing. Like I I can't get over Dustin Pedroia. I mean, you look at Dustin. Like I said before, he's been looked at. He's been negative his whole life for other people talking to him about baseball. And when he went to um, Arizona State University, he was a walk-on, and the coach literally looked at him and pretty much like doubted him the, the entire time until he actually saw him play. Fun fact, Dustin Vajoya is one of the worst batting practice hitters of all time. He, he, I remember reading his book, and he was saying that he absolutely is terrible at BP. But when it comes to in-game, it just something just clicks. It's just I, I think it's just absolutely hilarious. That is very interesting. That that reminds me of uh, in Lily the game I hit my first home run. I uh, my BP was so bad, dude, and I was like pissed because I just got my new bat and I was like doing really well with this new bat. And then I go up there in the game and I hit a grand slam. That's all it takes. Oh, it, I guess that's all it takes. I guess I'm basically Dustin Pedroia. Exactly. Um, but no, seriously. I also in in his rookie year, um, we had we had these season tickets, and behind us there were people. There was these two, like a father son, who also seemed to have season tickets because we saw them there all the time. And uh, we saw him hit a home run over the monster. And this is this was early in uh, his rookie year, rookie years. So he was, he was still kind of struggling and he's also this tiny guy. And um, they both, they said, that's the longest ball he'll ever hit. Oh, and that's, that, no. that's, that's cold take. That's a cold take right there. Oh my gosh. See, that's the stuff that I love, man. The doubters, the haters. It's amazing. I love it. And then uh, his, probably his most famous quote, laser show, you know, big poppy. He had he had those years, those like couple of years when he was struggling. Um, and so they they asked Pedroia about it, and he's like, "A couple of years ago, I had sixty at bats. I was hitting one seventy, and everybody was ready to kill me." And you know what happened? Laser Tell show. Tell me what happened, Nick. Laser show. So relax. Damn straight. And down it goes in history. He he went down as a laser show. No, I absolutely love it, man. Absolutely love it. He actually. For people, a lot of people may not know this, but in college he was—he actually played shortstop. And at Arizona State, he ended up beating out Ian Kinsler for the shortstop role, and making Ian Ian Kinsler transfer to a different school, which I think is absolutely yeah, hilarious. That's so savage. It's just like, oh, it's amazing. Um, one of my favorite stories about Dustin that I actually read in his book was. This is crazy. One one time during a game, he was playing short, and there was a ground ball, a hard hard ground ball right to him. Took a bad hop, hit him square in between the eyes. He went to the hospital. Obviously, broke bones in his face and everything. The doctor told him if that ball hit him an inch to the left or an inch to the right, he would have been blind for the rest of his life. Holy crap! which just blows my mind. I remember reading the book and him going back to practice, absolutely horrified to take a ground ball. <laughs> and I Even cannot imagine, I cannot imagine how scary that must be. I mean, I, I guess I can't imagine because I not too long ago, I took a line drive <laughs> to the face. 
softball. But, yeah, softball. But it's just crazy it's, to being told that if that ball was an inch to the left or right, you you're gonna be blind for the rest of your life. Like, God blessed him right there. Let mm-hmm. me tell you that. It's just crazy. It's like those guys when, like those pitchers who you get a line drive come right back at them. Exactly. It's like you gotta be that. Like that. That affects you. Hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. It's just crazy, man. So, uh, so now we're gonna talk about just a little bit more about Pedroia because it might be our last time until who knows. Maybe he gets inducted to the Hall of Fame ten years Ooh. from now. Exactly. Uh, so we got a couple great moments here. Um, I mean, obviously in 2007 he was a beast in the playoffs. He had that two-run homer in Game Seven to take a. They're up. They're up one, and he uh, he had that bomb over the monster, and then he he does it again the next game in World Series Game One. Like, dude, he was he was clutch. He was clutch in the 07 playoffs, and then goes on to win the Rookie of the Year. Don't don't forget, Nick. Don't forget to mention this absolute disrespectful, savage bat flip. That dude, the bat flip. He absolutely swung, destroys the ball, and just the cleanest flip you can possibly think of. Pedroia, like, did it was it was unbelievable. It was the most savage thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, the swagger, the swagger, even as a rookie, like it's just oh, the balls on that guy. That reminds me, I was watching his um his post conference today, and he said. When he got called up um, for the first time, they the Red Sox had just like lost a big game to the Yankees to put them more games back, and he was like thrilled because he just got called up to the to the show, you know. And yeah. everyone around him was like super down, and um, and he, he he had to like watch himself because he knew that he didn't want to do anything wrong because everyone was pissed, and he's like, "Hi, it's just funny." Just funny, dude. Hear. I I can't even imagine. You know how intimidating that must be. I know, but he he had the balls for it, man. Oh yeah, 100%. he is the right guy. Start off the season terrible and just bounces back and just I don't know. It's just not everyone can do that. A lot of no, people definitely not. A lot of people at least start struggling and then they just can't get back. They just it affects their their brain too much. Yeah, I mean, when I think of Dustin Pedroia, what I think of is just his unbelievable glove on the field mm-hmm. this guy for how small he can be gets to everything dude and i mean everything there's a play that i always think about when i when um i think about Pedroia, and not many people really give him credit for this play it, i mean give the credit to you, like once i explain it to you like it's overshadowed but i believe it was game Four of the World Series in 2013, the obstruction. Oh, um, was that game four? I feel like that might have been game, game three. It might have been game three. It was game yeah. three because I think game four was the Johnny Gomes home run. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a yes, the base hit up the, the hit up the middle, and Pedroia makes an unbelievable diving stop and throws him out at, at home. And of course, nobody really talks about it because then Saltalamachia overthrows it a third and the obstruction and everything. So, but I just watched that play over and over again, and I just it blows my mind that he actually got to that ball in the first place to make 
that situation happened in the first, like overall. It's just insane. Yeah. Yeah. That that's definitely one of those plays that gets forgotten because it gets completely overshadowed by what came after. But I mean, talking about huge, huge clutch World Series play. I mean, it was it was honestly it was it was such a roller coaster because like holy crap, he made the play and then he makes a throw. And then everybody, everything goes to shit. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's great. Alan Craig running towards the pitcher. Alan Craig. Freaking. Yeah. Tr- and they, didn't we get him the next year? Uh, what, was it the next? It might have been the next year or the year after that. Yeah, we traded for Alan Craig and Joe Kelly for John Lackey. So funny. So funny. Yeah. But I mean, uh, Dustin Pedroia is just. A, a different animal, man. I mean, you talk about really his defense, obviously, his hitting. Um, he he had a game in Colorado where he hit three home runs, right? He had three home run, yeah, three home run game in Colorado. Uh, he had that that super clutch three run homer in uh in L.A. against the Angels. They were down mm-hmm. three to one. He hit the three run homer, just snuck over the fence. Didn't Xander hit one right after him? That, or was it? Was it a different game? I don't know, but that does sound familiar. But because that was to tie the game, right? No, no, no. the Pedroia home run took the lead. No, but, yeah, yes. But the Bogarts might have hit a home run to extend the lead. I think that yeah, does sound yeah. right. Um, and then he, of course, he had that insane play in Texas. Not that it, it honestly, it feels like it was like last year, two years ago, but clearly it wasn't because he's been out for years. But that like super weird one where the Marrero overthrew the ball at first in Texas. Yes. And then Pedroy caught like the ricochet and threw the first to get him out. It was crazy. It's just, no, like, like this guy has a amazing rap sheet behind him. And it's just, he's obviously he's going to make the Red Sox hall of fame. He's probably going to have his number retired for the Red yeah. Sox. And like, honestly deserved, like well-deserved yeah. Like, I, I absolutely love the man. I just, I, mean, I wish him the best in retirement. Fan favorite, MVP, rookie of the year, three-time champ. Like, like not many, like, who else is a 30-times champ that you've ever heard of on the Red Sox? David Ortiz, that's it. Yeah, exactly. It's, so. it's, it's insane. I will always love Pedroia. It was rough seeing him trying, continuing to play through his injury. I remember, I think the last at bat that I saw him live, he struck out to end the game, and it was honestly one of the most pathetic attempts at a swing I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, yeah, those last those last years were tough to watch, but but they're easy to forget because you just remember the good the good times. Exactly. You know what's the um Andy Andy Bernard quote? I was literally just thinking of the same thing. <laughs> I, I wish I wish they I wish that you knew you were in the good old times. What was it before you actually left? Before you actually left, yeah. Oh. Dustin, well, I love you. Thank 15. you so much for everything that you've done for the Red Sox. And I will always love you. And I will never forget what you've done for us. You will never forget, Dustin. We're both wearing your jersey right now. Damn straight. One of my favorite of all time. Number enjoy, your, enjoy your retirement. Amen, baby. All right. Now let's get into the meat and bones. We got first base. What are we talking about today? We're going to go over, Nick, 
one of our favorite things that we absolutely love when it comes to MLB. It's called the Shredder. Yes, the the Shredder, the the greatest sports analyst, sports writer since Kate Upton. <laughs> uh, Nick, 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 tell me, aren't they always right? The Shredder, so, like like super accurate. Well, so they're actually not a person, so they're physically incapable of being incorrect. Exactly. So like every one of their lists should be pristine correct yeah of course why why would you even question that well i mean i just see a little a couple comments that people make always saying that their lists are terrible but like that isn't possible no no, those people are just stupid no yeah definitely let's go over the shredders top 10 starting pitchers of 2020 or 2021. Yes, 2021 now. <laughs> 2021. All right, the Shredder's top 10 starting pitchers. Number one, Jacob deGrom. Two, Garrett Cole. Three, Max Scherzer. Four, Trevor Bauer. Five, Shane Bieber. Six, Hyunjin Ryu. Seven, Clayton Kershaw. Eight, Denelson Lamette. Nine, Aaron Nola and 10 Walker Bueller. Computer, huh? It's not wrong, Carlos. It's not wrong, man. I mean, hey, you guys heard it here first. Let's go on to second base. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't we we didn't make our own lists or anything because there would be no point because this list is right. Exactly. All right. No, no, no. Fuck we're the shredder. Just, we're just joshing if you haven't been able to tell yet. No, yeah, the shredder's trash. Um honestly. Every single year, I I hope that the shutter is decent, but I mean, it just irritates the, the shit out of me every single year, and and it blows my mind. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's got some weird, it's got some weird takes, but uh, we decided that we're gonna make our own lists and we're gonna compare them. Yeah, might as well. We're gonna compare. We both made our own lists, so we're gonna compare them to each other and the shredder. So you want to just go one by one? We'll. We'll start with number 10, maybe. Yeah, we can go with number 10 and up. Yeah, I like that. All right, so the Shredder's number 10 was Walker Bueller. Not a bad choice. Who do you have for number 10, girls? This is funny, Nick. This is funny. My number 10, Carlos the Shredder. Number 10 is Walker Bueller for me as well. Are you serious? Yeah. So so my my number 10 guy was actually uh, Walker Bueller. (laughs) <laughs> See, no, we we shit on the shredder. I obviously they get yeah. a few spots correct, especially when it comes to starting pitchers, because it's pretty hard to fu- to fuck up the starting pitchers. Yes, I yes, I did. Uh, I did. I did make a. I do have three people that just missed the cut, but I'll go after. I'll go. Uh, I'll talk about them after we're done with the list. But yes, yes number yes, yes. number ten, Walker Bueller. So for all of us, we had Walker Bueller. Number nine, the shredder had Aaron Nola. Who'd you have, Carlos? I have this man, Clayton Kershaw. Um, Clayton Kershaw. Yes. Uh, I was looking at his stats. I, I like to base my shredder not on the past year, even though it's like it's a significant last year, of course. But the shredder likes to focus just on the last year. But I like to focus on like usually the last like at least the last three years. And you're making a top ten starting pitcher list it's kind of like insulting and fucked up not to put Clayton Kershaw on the list well 
you're talking about your strategy. See, with this shortened season, I kind of, I kind of did a 50, 50, like I put 50% of my weights onto last year and 50% onto the year before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually I would put more obviously onto the most recent year, but since it was so short, um, I, it, I just find it inaccurate to just yes. do that. But I, uh, I'm gonna have to agree with the, the shredder on this one again. I went with Aaron Nola. Okay. Okay. I respect yeah. it. All right. Number eight, the shredder had the San Diego Padre to Nelson Lamette. Who'd you have Carlos? I had my friend, my very, very good looking guy, Steven Strasberg. Steven Strasberg. Steven Strasberg okay. at number seven. That's a good one. I actually don't have Strasburg on my list. Really? Okay, um, okay. I mean, part of it, he didn't pitch last year, but... Yeah, he got hurt, yeah. Um, but my number eight, a guy who kind of came out of nowhere, um, he actually pitched against the Red Sox in the 2013 World Series. His name is Lance Lynn. Lancey Lynn. I put Lance Lynn on here. He's had a good good few last three seasons. He's been really solid, especially for the Rangers. Yeah. Like. Come out, of, come out of nowhere. That's a, that's a solid pick. I, I respect that. Mm-hmm. Okay, number seven. Shredder had Clayton Kershaw. You had him at. I had nine? him at nine. Nine. So who'd you have at seven? I had at number seven Hyunjin Ryu. Hyunjin Ryu. I like Hyunjin Ryu, but I like him a lot. He's a solid pitcher, man. He's solid. I think that's a good word for him. Yeah. I actually, I also didn't have Hyunjin Ryu on my list. Okay. At seven, I put Justin Verlander. Verlander. That's seven. Yes. Okay. He was another, that's, that's two names in a row that the Shredder didn't even have. I mean, Verlander didn't really pitch last year either, but he's just been so good for years before last year that I just like, I just don't get how you don't have a Verlander on this list. Yeah. That's, that's the, the key thing that shocked me when I first saw the list for the shredder, I was like, you really didn't put Verlander on the list. Wow. Yeah, there yeah, there's two names I was very surprised weren't on the shredder's list. Verlander is the first one. Okay, number six. The guy you just named, Hyunjin Ryu. Who'd you have? I had the psychopath himself. No, not Max Scherzer. Trevor Bauer. Ah, the other psychopath. <laughs> yes, the one who gets like super angry and just yeets a baseball <laughs> three hundred feet in Kansas City. That was that was hilarious. That was gags. <laughs> that was straight gags. Um, I put I put a uh, U Darvish. You Darvi? Yeah, that that Darvish Verlander Lynn. I I didn't really know how to rank them in order, um, so I just did a little bit. Favorite bias towards last season, and I put I put you Darvis there. That's a good pick. I like that pick. You know, who knows how good he'll be in San Diego? I, I assume he'll he'll be better. Well, not better than last season, but like better than he's been before last season. Because San Diego's a kind yeah, of exactly. pitcher's park. Um, no, definitely, especially left field. Yep. Okay, number five. The shutter had the Cy Young winner Shane Bieber. You want to know who I had, Nick? I do. How'd you know? How'd you know I was going to ask that? I just had a feeling. I, I would look at your face and we're doing this little Zoom call while we're doing this. And I, I can just tell, man. You're good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. 
I had Shane Bieber. You had Shane Bieber? Shane Bieber at number five. Wow. Did did you want to know who I put? Tell me who you put. I put the psychopath himself. No, not that one. Trevor Bauer. <laughs> I I love it. I put Trevor Bauer, the uh, the other Cy Young. So the Shredder had one Cy Young. I, I put the other Cy Young. What can you say? Speaking of Trevor Bauer, number four, the Shredder had Trevor Bauer. Who'd you have? You want, I had um, the douchebag himself, Justin Verlander. Ooh, okay. I like that high ranking, I think. I just can't believe he wasn't on the Shredder's list. I It blows my mind, dude. I mean, like I said, like I'm not... I'm basing it off like the last, not solely on last year, you know, like the last like three years. So like, you look at it that way. Verlander should be on my list. He should be on anybody's list, regardless. Though, I'm just ima- I'm just imagining if he pitched this year, he would be top at least top five on the shutter. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, that's a tough top five, but he he'd be at least number six. Yes. No, no, no. he he should be on the list regardless. Yeah, like it's it's, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of embarrassing. Um. For number four, I went with the psychopath himself. No, the OG psychopath himself. I went with Max Scherzer at number four. I love it. I mean, he's just consistent. He's just nasty. He's daddy. He's daddy. Well, there seems to this. This is kind of. I just noticed this, but this has become kind of a pattern. The guy I name the Shredder does him the next ranking because <laughs> number three, the Shredder had Max Scherzer. Number Who'd three. Number three, I had also Max Scherzer. Mm. Mm. I mean, I picked him in my rotation. You did. Well, for last week, if you guys didn't hear that, pause this and go go to yeah. What are you doing? Episode one. What are you doing? You just you just found our podcast and you decided and you decided to listen to our second episode first. Yeah, shape up. That's weird. That's weird. Just be better. Um, I went with uh. The best pitcher that in last 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 season, I thought he was the best pitcher last season. I went with Shane Bieber. I love it. And I love it. Three. I'm I'm honestly surprised how good he's become. Um, because like I didn't, I mean I didn't really hear much about this guy until all of a sudden he was pitching for the Indians a couple years ago, and then he goes to the All Star game, wins All Star MVP. Then next, then last year he was just ridiculous, almost won MVP too. It, it's it's unreal and. It, that's the one thing that I absolutely love about baseball is just these – you can have somebody that's a no-name come out of nowhere and just yeah. light it up. It is – yeah, baseball is just – there's so many players that there's – like you got to have a couple of them bound to just come out of nowhere. Exactly. I remember Eric Thames when he first came in, Trevor Story when he first came yeah. in. Well, Eric Thames came back from Japan or something. <laughs> Oh, did he? Yeah, he was like he was he was in the MLB, went to Japan, bulked up, came back, and all of a sudden lit it up. But yeah, bulked up. I wonder what he was doing <laughs> over there. <laughs> they got really nice gyms there, Carlos. <laughs> Needles uh, everywhere, man. I don't know what to say. All right, the shredder for number two had Garrett Cole, and then number one had Jacob Degrom. I'm just gonna. Th- we had the same. We had the same one and two, right? Yes. Yes, we yeah. did. Yeah, so DeGrom number one, Garrett Cole number three. All three of our lists had him. Number three? What did I say? I say DeGrom one, Cole three. Yeah. Well, he doesn't deserve it anyway. So, yeah, Cole yeah, number two. Enough. I mean, 
He's a, it's, it's, I understand. It's tough for you to say that. He has countless Cy Youngs, countless World Series rings. I mean, Garrett Cole. He's just unbelievable. He's just, he's the best pitcher known to man. And by countless, I mean zero because you can't count zero. Exactly, because he sucks dick. But you know who do ha- you know who do have Cy Young? Porcello. <laughs> Porcello. Why isn't Porcello on our list? <laughs> no, Jacob Degrom has two Cy Youngs. He's been to a World Series. Um, he's gonna win one maybe this year. Who knows? Mets look good. They do look good. You never know. But uh, yeah, Degrom, best at pitch in league. He good at pitch. He good at it. Um. Let me, let me, I want to explain three people that uh, just came short of my list. Um, okay. You Darvish. Yep. Aaron Nola. Yep. And Max Fried. Who? Max. Oh, Max. Max. Max Freed. Max Fried. Freed. That's a good pick. Yeah, he was actually really nasty last year before he got injured. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I had I had three three guys that just missed. I had uh, Luis Castillo. The Reds pitcher, mm-hmm. uh, Denelson Lamette, and Hyunjin yep. Ryu. Hyunjin Ryu. And that is the starting pitchers. Next up, we got the uh, the other pitchers. The not so. The not the, you know the um the little babies they yeah. pitch for an inning or two. Yeah, they because their arm hurts. You know, <laughs> my arm hurts. My arm hurts. That's, that's me in high school. Yeah, we might we might go through these ones a little quicker because the names are a little less known. They also this list changes so much every year. Yeah, I mean, like relief pitchers just kind of irritate me. Just just list it list list off the shredder list, Nick. All right, the shredder had number ten, Josh Hader. Number nine. I'm gonna be honest. I wrote down Duffy. I don't know his first name. Is like Tyler Duffy. Tyler Duffy, yes. All right, number eight, Aaron Bummer. That's a bummer, man. Uh, number seven, Aroldis Chapman. Uh, number six, Brad Hand. Number five, I think his name is James Karinchak. I'm just going to say Karinchak in case that's not his name. Karinchak. Mm-hmm. Number four, Nick Anderson. Number three, Devin Williams. Number two, Dwu. Dwu Pomwans. Number one, Liam Hendricks. Well, let's get to it. No wasting no time, Nick. No wasting any time. Number 10. Shredder had J- Josh Hader. I also had Josh Hader. Hader, number 10? Yep. I had Aroldis Chapman. Aroldis Chapman, number 10. Wow. He's a great pitcher. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, when I think about Aroldis Chapman, all I think about is him choking hard. Choke. In every single aspect, you know, I don't want that. Oh, pitcher. <laughs> yeah, when you think of him in the in the That's big games, he, yeah, you think of him in the big games. He, he's he's not on the he's never on the good side of it. No, he never is. He's you know you know when you see uh, Aroldis Chapman in a big game, you see him smiling awkwardly because he just gave up a fucking walk off bomb. Yeah, and it's like he doesn't even care. It's that's the thing. Like that's why yeah. he's number ten. I, you have to put a roller Chapman in, in like your top ten, but like, yeah, like he's just not clutch. He, I feel like he doesn't care. So for that reason, he's at the bottom of my list. Yep. Okay, number nine, Shredder had Duffy. Who'd you have? 
I had Brad Hand. Ooh, Brad Hand. And yeah, back nine. lefties. Number nine. Wow. Number nine. I uh, I had Corinne check. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eight. Like I said, these these are gonna be quick. Yeah. There's not much to say about. At least the, the we'll we'll have more to say later. But these first few guys, not much to say. Yeah. Eight. Aaron Bummer. I had Duffy. I also had Duffy. Ooh, look at us. Number seven, Shredder had Chapman, who you had at 10. I put Alex Colomay. That's a good pick. Guys throws gash. Mm-hmm. I had Bummer. Aaron Bummer. You had Bummer? That's a Bummer. What a I Bummer. Fe- I didn't put on my list. Kind of a Bummer. Um, <laughs> but, like, honestly, I, I, I'm very surprised that Shredder didn't put Colomay on. I feel like they put Josh Hader on just to, like, put him on. But I don't know. Yeah. All right, number six. Shredder had Brad Hand. Who'd you have? I had a man who was not on the Shredder, uh, Edwin Diaz. Okay. Yeah, he had a good season this year. <coughs> I was thinking about putting him on. He was just uh, trash. That's the best <laughs> way I could put it last year in 2019. No, yeah. I mean, I, I mean obviously, I can't deny that. Yeah, but you look at his season. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to repeat myself eight hundred times. Obviously, I'm not going by just one season. Past three seasons, four seasons, he's been pretty solid. So he's making my list. He's pretty solid, yeah. Yeah, one point seven five ERA last year in 2018. 1.96. I'll take that. What do you have in 2019? 2019, you're a five point five nine, my guy. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, you know, he's not a bad. I don't think he's a bad pick. I'm just saying. Um, the difference is too much for me personally to put him on my top ten. And yeah, again, I respect it. He's he's a good decent year though this year, under three ERA. He definitely makes my top ten. Hundred percent. All right, number number are we on five? Yeah, number five. The shutter had Karinchek. I myself had Brad Hand. Brady Hand. I had myself a little favoritism. I had uh, Josh Hader. Put Josh Hader. Little hater, hater. You ain't a hater. I ain't no hater. Are you a hater? Ah, nah, nah. <laughs> okay, number four, Nick Anderson. How about you, Nick Anderson. You had Nick Anderson. I did. Wow. I put um, I put uh. It's tough to it's tough to say, but um. Dwoo. You put Dwu after put one Dwoo. season, man. One season? He was he was great the year before that too. Yeah, but he was a starter though, right? No, because he went to the Brewers. They traded him to the Brewers and he was like filthy. Yeah, because I remember like I was looking at his um stats on baseball reference. And I mean, like there's no denying he was absolutely freaking filthy last year. You see, um, he, he went yeah he went to the Brewers, and then how many innings? Oh, 18 games started, but 46 games. I see this. So he was terrible as a starter with the Giants, and then he, then they traded him to the Brewers. He had 26 innings, 2.39 ERA. Then last year, 18 innings, 1.45 ERA. That's solid, man. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess that means you don't even got put Pomeranz on your list. I didn't put Dwu on my list, man. No Dwu. No, okay. Okay, it's really yours, you know. 
there's no there's no wrong answer unless you're talking about number one. Fair enough. <laughs> number three. Try to read Devin Williams. How about you? Nick. You put Nick was... Anderson again? Gags. <laughs> 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 Gags. Gags. Um I've been saying this entire time. I don't go by Drew for one year, but holy fuck, dude. Devin Williams went off last year. He needs to be top three on my list, man. He was amazing. So you had him at number three? Yeah, I did. I'm very curious about... Who the heck did you have at two, then? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, number two. The Shredder had Dwu Pomeranz. Wait, who's I... number three? Oh, Nick Anderson. Okay, okay. Did I not say that? No, you did not. I had Nick Anderson at number three. Yep. Um, number two, the Shredder had Dwu Pomerantz. I myself put Devin Williams. Who'd you have? I had the man who was an absolute phenom in 2019. Yeah, he was terrible last year. Kirby but Yates. Kirby Yates. Damn, if you're right about that, then the Blue Jays got a steal. I, I honestly think that they did. I don't want to judge somebody on only one season especially a shortened season so that's true he is he is old but i mean the reliever the lever doesn't doesn't know no age yeah i mean honestly he also only appeared in six games last year so did he i mean you think of 60 games yeah. man 62 innings that makes me saves that makes me very like you know, confused as to why he's just looked at as a nobody again. I mean, a 12 ERA, but only he only pitched in four innings. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, like, I'm not like I'm. I can't not put somebody on my list because of four innings. He almost had as many earned runs as he did the previous season. <laughs> that's crazy. But I mean, yeah, like, if he had a sub done? three ERA, he would be on. Oh, list. if he had a sub four ERA, he would be on my list. It's just crazy. He was. Did you know he was drafted by the Boston Red Sox? I did know that actually. Um, okay, and then number one, Shredder, Nick, Carlos. We all have the same person. Liam Hendricks. Who? Liam Hendricks. Jonathan Papelbon. No man, I had Matt ba- Matty Backpack Barnes. <laughs> You've Matt Barnes? No, I have. I, I had, have. I had Brandon Workman. Yeah, the workman. <laughs> I got the workman. Yeah, no, it's easy. Hendricks. It's it's easy. Liam Hendricks obviously is the best yeah. early pitcher in baseball. It, if you want it, yeah. If you want to hear an in depth discussion, in depth in quotation marks. If you want to hear yeah. an in depth discussion on Liam Hendricks, uh, check out our last episode. We both chose him for closer. We yeah, we, we talk more. about we talk about a little more about him. So, I mean. There's just nothing else to say. Like, boom, he's the best closer. That's it. Mm-hmm. Easy. And that's a wrap on that's first a wrap. base. That's a wrap on first base. Next next week, we uh, we might come at you with a couple more positions. Maybe catcher, first base. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, definitely. The only way to know is to tune in. Ha-ha. <laughs> so I'll see you there, you fucking bitch. I will see you there. I better see you there. Alrighty then. Let's go to second base, and we're going to talk about this day in baseball. In baseball. Like Nick said in the beginning of the podcast, um, this is going up on 
Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. What'd you got, Nick? Um, I got a few of them just because honestly, I don't know if you found anything good, but I didn't really find anything that good. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, not. it's tough. February is a, is a tough time. When we get into the regular season, we'll probably find find some better ones. Definitely. But, um, yeah, I went. Which one do I go with? Because none of them none of them are that good. Because the first one, yeah, no, I'll go with this one. So in two thousand two, Jorge Posada signed a five year. $51 million contract with the Yankees. Very exciting news. Jorge Posada. Yeah. I also had that one, um, but I do have a few more. Okay, what else you got? Um, in 2009, Oliver Perez agrees to a $36 million three-year deal to stay with the Mets. Wow, what a blockbuster move. He was 29 years old. Oh, very interesting. <laughs> I, I, I had another one. Carlos, in 2006... Something happened. Do you know where the San Francisco Giants play? Where their where their stadium's called? It is called Oracle Park. Correct. Correct. Um, well, previously, before that, they were called AT T Park. Well, in 2006, they actually changed from SBC Park to AT T Park. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Okay. That's what I got. My my last one. Um, it, this one's absolutely insane. Uh, Justin Verlander agrees to a one-year deal worth three point six million to stay with the Tigers. Wow! Did he avoid arbitration? Blockbuster! Wow! February third for you. What a what, day in history! What a day, man! All right. Next up, we have third base. We're gonna go around the horn, talk about the the latest news. Um, it's not. Not nearly as much as last week. No, no, but some not. big things. But uh, yes, definitely, some key things happen. How about uh, how about you tell the listeners the big deal that happened this week? Well, Nick, me and you just finished an escape room. We did pretty good, according to Will. Shout out, shout out to Will if you're listening. Shout out, Will. Will, you better listen to our podcast, even though we didn't even tell you about it. Fair enough. Um, yes, we're walking out. Of the escape room, I look at my phone. Nolan Arenado traded to the Cardinals. Yep, all happened in less less than a day. We got the news that they were start they were talking that morning, and then we leave at an escape room, and it's done. I know there's like a um a bunch of rookies, a bunch of prospects that are included in this deal. I didn't bother writing any of the names down just because you know, we got time for that. Yeah, exactly. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, nobody, nobody knows these people. So yeah, no, who cares? Like who cares? Unless you're a Cardinals fan. Exactly. Or a Rockies fan. <laughs> but they aren't, they did, did also send over like 80 to 90 million. Correct. I think the Rockies sent 50 million. I think 50. Okay. That's just, that's crazy. Man. So even, even giving them a better deal, but it's just crazy to think like, First, uh, first Mookie Betts gets traded, then Lindor gets traded, now Arenado gets traded. All these faces of the franchise are swapping teams. It's weird, man. I mean, before that, like before those ones you just mentioned too, like like remember when I remember when Paul Goldschmidt too. Yeah, dude. Paul Goldschmidt. Hey, and Cardinals, he, quit taking quit taking fan favorites. Yeah, dude, the Cardinals are no joke now. 
at least there. Well, I mean, you got you have to say I personally think that they're the favorites in the NL Central. Definitely. I mean, it, who else is going for it? Like the Reds aren't going to get Bauer back. Pirates are oh, yeah, absolute that's, garbage. That's a huge loss, dude. The Cubs just traded Darvish. It's like they're going to trade Chris Bryant. It looks like. I mean, nobody's trying. Hopefully, it sucks. Yeah, hopefully, it sucks. It seems like nobody's tra- tra- trying. Nobody's trying. I mean, but- it's going to be um, the Cards and then the Brewers in second. And then. Yeah, but the, so I, don't, I don't think the Brewers are even good enough to make the playoffs. Depends on, on how they do the um, playoffs like scenario. But if it's the regular playoffs, then I don't think they're good enough to make the playoffs as well. Nope. All right. Another news. Another retirement happened. Daniel Murphy. This one came out of nowhere. I mean, yeah, like we I had saw no the idea. One coming soon, sooner rather than later. Yeah, we had no idea about this one. Very interesting, though. I love, how, I love how um we did like a huge segment about Pedroia and then fuck Daniel Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will, I will say this about Daniel Murphy. So I am my second favorite team is the Mets, and you know it, it's so. I do say thanks to DeGrom, but if I'm going to be honest, my first favorite player in the Mets was a guy named Lucas Duda. Mm-hmm. He had Duda bombs, and he was nasty, and then um, and then they got DeGrom, and, and then they went to a World Series with Matt Harvey, and it's been kind of downhill since then. But um, that World Series year, Daniel Murphy went off, and uh, out of nowhere it seemed, and I don't know. He was just on top of the world. No, dude, I, dude it's just... Daniel Murphy is one of those players where he's like a scrappy hitter, I guess you could say. Like, he yeah. always got on base. Yeah, he was a late bloomer. Yeah. I remember um, – this is so random. I, I was recording a snap to send to you, and Daniel Murphy was up to bat, and he – there was somebody in scoring position. I forgot the scenario. And I was recording on the TV – Screaming for Daniel Murphy to get a base at the middle, and he ended up getting a base at the middle. Man, that's that's my one thought. Like whenever I think about Daniel Murphy, that's what I think about. Yeah, that one, that one at bat. Yep. Very interesting. But good for Daniel Murphy. Uh, I hope he enjoys his retirement. He's a hell of a ball player, and I wish him the best. Yep. Shout out Daniel Murphy. Shout um, out Dan Murphy. Another news today announced uh the the new mlb 21 cover athlete who is it carlos mm. this young phenom is the face of baseball right now he is one of the most marketable people in the mlb his name is fernando tatis jr yeah and the cover looks sick it looks amazing. I can't wait to get it. Me and Nick are huge MLB The Show fans. Yeah. We're definitely going to um, be talking about it on this pod, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just, I mean, good for him, man. He's he's perfect for the cover. Like yeah. I said, he's super marketable, so people love him. So when they see him on the cover, it's just, it's perfect. Yeah. The co- I mean, the cover, I just can't get over how good it looks because they've had some they've had some bad covers. Shout out. Puig. Shout out the Bryce Harper cover. That was so bad. Dude, the Puig cover was 
trash. The, yeah, the free check cover was really bad too, but the Bryce Harper was like, he's just sitting there. Yeah. He's just standing there with a bat because because he didn't sign with the Phillies until like February. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. I, I'm just waiting for like a. I, I know Try doesn't want to be on the cover. I don't know why, but like, I don't I'm know not, what that's about. I mean, he thinks he's like a, like a little like Madden curse type thing. I don't know. But that'd be dope to see like Trout bets. I could see Bellinger on the cover. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, who who else would be? I mean, Lindor would obviously be great. I they think don't it, do starters, man. Yeah, I was thinking if they put if they actually put a pitcher on there, Degrom would be great. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of good young talent. I mean, Acuna Acuna would be. I wouldn't doubt if Acuna is the next one. I that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good. Good young guys. You know who you know who it's gonna be in a couple years? Let me hear it. Rafi? Connor Wong. Connor Wong. Connor Wong. He's gonna right be on the cover. Jeter. Right, right next to Jeter. That's the year Jeter gets in. Um and then uh no, no, no. Jeter Downs. Oh, Jeter Downs. Yeah, of course, of course. No, fuck Derek. Who, who Derek Derek Jeter? Is that that that, that scrub? <laughs> well, like, I was talking about? I'm like he, well, I'm like, you think Oh, they're finally gonna get Jeter as a cover as a as a legend in the game. Okay, yeah, we can throw him on a cover next to Connor Wong. I mean, that's disrespectful to Connor Wong, but okay. <laughs> nah, man, I'm talking Jeter down as a Connor Wong. Yes, Wong. Jeter down. Yeah, the the next the next Ortiz and Manny Ramirez. Exactly. It's it's gonna be interesting and it's gonna be phenomenal. And then uh, I have a few little ones too. Okay, a little more. Steve, oh. Steven Matz to the Blue Jays. Oh, yeah. Steven Matz got traded to the Blue I totally forgot about that. Yeah, man. For three prospects. Um, were, the pros- were, they, were the prospects uh, Noah Syndergaard, Travis Darno? One more. You almost got it. I don't know who the other one was. <sighs> who was the other guy? If you, You're sighing. Who was it? Lucas Duda. No, no it wasn't. <laughs> What do you mean, bro? I'm talking about the R.A. Dickey trade. Do you know what I'm talking? You know what I'm referencing? Oh, I didn't realize you were talking about that trade. <laughs> oh, Darno's not even on the on the not even on the Mets anymore. Where did you get Luke, why Lucas Duda? <laughs> yeah, you were talking about him. That's just the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he retire? I don't know. I don't know. All right, what else? Um, Alex Avila, one year deal with the Nats. Cool, 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 cool. That's some some crazy crazy stuff right there. That's a big um, one right there. How do we leave that till now? I know. And then um, I did read something that the MLB is likely to reject the delay for the start yeah. of the season, which is good. Yeah. Delay. But um, I'm worried that we're not going to be playing till like July now because there's never going to come up with a deal. That's just going to be very upsetting. I don't, I don't want another 2020. And like, I just want a full season of baseball, man. Yeah, last year was fake. was a fake season. Exactly. Sorry, Dodgers fans, but it doesn't count. It doesn't. Sorry. Um, did you have any more news? No, that's all I had. All right, I had. I had one more. I had Alex Cobb just got traded to the Angels. So oh, very right. exciting. Very exciting. Big news. Big news. All right, we're around third. We're heading home. It's time for Sporkle. Let's get it, baby. All right, today we're doing. Uh, it's an interesting one. It's. It's. We're naming MLB teams that don't use the colors red or red or blue in their teams. So there's there's seven of them, and uh, let's get into it. All right, this one might be tough, Carlos. We got one minute. 
We have one minute. Oh my gosh. I just noticed that we have one minute to name the seven teams that uh that don't use red or blue as their team color. I can think of a couple off a couple off the top of my head. Um let's go. Orioles. Rockies. Rockies. Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh Athletics. Um Yankees. Yankees, good one. Oh, no, that counts. Padres? Yep. Okay. White Sox? There's one more. Oh my gosh. Um, Orioles, White Sox, Rockies, Athletics, Padres, Giants, and one more. Every all the fans are screaming at us. Who is Brewers? It? Brewers. Or are they blue? Yeah, they're blue. Okay, 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 okay. Um Marlins are totally blue, right? Yeah. They even call it Marlin Blue, it says. Oh, dude, guys, we have 15 seconds. We got to get this. Phillies. Phillies are red. Oh, it's right. It's right. Uh, eight, seven. Tigers. Tigers. <laughs> oh, we both said it at the same time. Okay, we didn't get it. Oh, my gosh. The oh, Pittsburgh the Pirates. Pirates. Oh, oh, we're frauds. We're frauds. We got an 86%. The average is 52. Oh. That's so who's the who's the, the Padres are the least named ones. That's kind of surprising, honestly. That is well, surprising. I, so I guess that's actually not that surprising because their their colors change a lot, but right now they're like brown and yellow. I mean hey, it's all right. We'll, we're gonna start off start next week the hundred hundred percent streak going. Yeah, we're gonna get back to it. Don't worry about us. We'll we'll be back. We'll we'll bounce back. This isn't the end. For everybody who was out there, don't don't lie to us. You you didn't know either. Yeah, you were blanking sh- out too. Shut up, stupid people. And if you did know, you didn't have a six a sixty second clock on the on on you. And you didn't have the you, you didn't have the pressure of the the timer just running down. Exactly. While we try to enter, entertain you and answer the questions, it's it's a tough job we have, Carlos. It is. It really is. But we're just that's why we smart. get that's why we get paid the big bucks. Exactly, dude. Speaking of big bucks, we almost forgot. This episode is brought to you by Stonks. Stonks. When you, you Stonks. When you want to invest money, Stonks. I love you, Stonks. You will always be in my heart, Stonks, and I can't wait for you to sponsor us next week too. Yes, Stonks, Stonks for life. But I think that uh, that'll do it for this one. Thank you guys so much for listening, for tuning in. Make sure to follow our social media at Big Beefy Baseball Boys on Instagram and, and uh, Twitter. Beefy Bo- at Beefy Boys on Twitter. Yes. If you look up Big Beefy Baseball Boys, you're only going to see one option. So. Exactly. So make sure to follow us. Um, reply to us. Send us anything you guys want us to talk about. And we'll yeah, our, our DMs are open. Definitely. Don't be we'll afraid. A little, little DM segment. Definitely. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to hit the follow on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you're listening on. And we're going to be here next week again. We'll be back. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, bitches. Peace.